0: Hello friends I am Kaushik Mazumdar back with another episode of the revolution untold story of Indian freedom struggle In the last episode we discussed the second Anglo-Maratha war which was fought in two phases and today we will talk about the circumstances leading up to the 3rd and the final Anglo-Maratha war. Between 1803 and 1815, Bajirao II, annoyed under the treatment of British residents at Pune, craved for his status and independence. Besides Mount Stuart Elphinstone, the British resident in Pune, Marquis of Hastings in Calcutta contributed in the efforts of creating a claustrophobic cage around the Peshwa where he was hurt pressed to attempt a breakout at the risk of losing his all. Elphinstone built an elaborate intelligence network so that every step of Peshwa would be reported to the resident. Even many chiefs of the Peshwa's own realm conspired against him to secure favours from the English. The Peshwa began to think of ways to escape his gilded cage under the watchful Elphinstone. As there was barely any concept of India in the mind of Indians, it would be too early to say this was a vision of an independent India. However, It was certainly a quest for an independent Maratha power as it existed before 1803. And this led to the third Anglo-Maratha war. Bajirao II was inspired to walk this path by his commander-in-chief Bapu Gokhale, the last true military commander of the Maratha empire, and Trimbakji Dengle, who rose from a footman to a trusted aide by sheer loyalty to the Peshwa, despite his many indiscretions? Several Maratha leaders were now under British control of protection. The British had an arrangement with the Gaikwad dynasty of the Maratha province of Baroda to prevent the Peshwa from collecting revenue in that province. Baji Rao's differences with the Gaikwats were going out of hand over the payment of long-standing dues and the British would not help Bajirao Rao with the same. Gaikwat sent an envoy to the Peshwa in Pune to negotiate a dispute regarding revenue collection. The envoy, Gangadha Shastri, was under British protection when he was murdered at Pandharpur, in 1815. The British resident, Mount Stewart, placed the blame on the Peshwa's chief aide, Trimbakji Dengle. Elphinstone pressurized the Peshwa to hand over Trimbakji and he was imprisoned in an English prison at Thane. With this, relation between Peshwa and Elphinstone plumped to new depths. As the relations with English were deteriorating rapidly, Peshwa sent emissaries to Sindhya and further to Nepal, Ranjit Singh of Punjab, Bharatpur, Jodhpur, Machari, Kashmir, as well as Pindari leaders like Mir Khan. Letters were being sent to every ruler, approachable, and calls were made to join in a general rebellion to throw the English out. Also, Peshwa tried to form a confederacy of the Maratha chiefs against the English. He roped in the support of the Parthan chief Amir Khan and the Pindaris. The British continued to foist one humiliating treaty after another on the Marathas. But the English were alert. They intercepted many of these messages and prepared their own counter strategies. They monitored these diplomatic moves and increased the pressure on the Peshwa. He was forced to handing over his territories as well as severing all contacts with his one-time subordinates. In the midst of this, in September 1816, Trimbakji Escaped from the prison at Thane. Trimbakji began gathering an army of Bhils, Ramushis, and other tribes in the hill of Junar, north of Pune, while Bapu Gokhale, the Peshwa's able commander in chief and perhaps the last Maratha general of note, began to plan a war against the English. On his part, the Peshwa used all his efforts and reserves to gradually build a huge army that was paid their salary well in advance. The supposed reason for this was to help the English fight the Pindaris of central India. The Pindaris were irregular military raiders and hunters in the 17th through the early 19th century Indian subcontinent. Initially, they accompanied the Muslim army, later the Maratha army and finally operated on their own. They were horsemen, foot brigades and partially armed, creating chaos and delivering intelligence about the enemy positions to benefit the army they accompanied. In general, they were unpaid and their compensation was entirely the loot they plundered during the war. After the Second Anglo-Maratha War, Shinde and Holkar had lost many of their territories to the British. They encouraged the Pindaris to raid the British territories. The Pindaris, who were mostly cavalry, came to be known as the Shinde Shahi and the Holkar Shahi after the patronage they received from the respective Defeated Maratha leaders. The Pindari leaders were Setu, Korim Khan, Dost Mohammad, belonged to Sindh Shahi, and Tulsi, Imam Baksh, Sahib Khan, Qadir Baksh, Nathu, and Bapu belonged to Holkar Shahi. The Pindaris were a major resource for the Marathas, but they also created abuse where the Pindaris raided and plundered the allies. They used to frequently raid villages in central India. The result of the Pindari raids was that central India was being rapidly reduced to the condition of a desert because the peasants were unable to support themselves on the land. They had no option but to join the robber bands or starve. From the years of 1812 to 1816, the company suffered a rising number of raids through the Pindaris. In 1815, 25,000 Pindaris entered the Madras presidency and destroyed over 300 villages on the Coromandel coast. Another band swept the Nizam's kingdom while a third entered Malabar. Other Pindari raids on British territory. Followed in 1816 and 1817. Francis Rodden Hastings saw that there could not be peace or security in India until the predatory Pindaris were extinguished. In May 1816, the Government of India recognized a subsidiary alliance with Nagpur to arrest the movement of Pindaris towards the southeast. In the autumn, 1817, two company armies gathered in Pune, one in the North Grand Bengal Army under Warren Hastings and another in the South, the Deccan Army led through Sir Thomas Hislop. The plan embraced the surroundings of an estimated 30,000 Pindaris with a total British force of 120,000. Also, Elphinstone ordered Peshwa to bring his army in action against Pindaris. The British plan was to normalize relations with the Sindhya, Holkar and Amir Khan who were known to be well disposed towards the Pindaris. Sindhya was secretly planning with the Peshwa and the Nepal ministry to form a coalition against the British. His correspondence with Nepal was intercepted and eventually was forced to enter into a treaty by which he pledged to assist the british against the pindaris diplomacy pressure and the treaty of gwalior kept Sindhya completely out of the third anglo maratha war amir khan disbanded his army in return he was made the nawab of tonk he sold his guns to the british and agreed to prevent predatory gangs from operating from his territory. The attack on the Pindaris was carried out as planned. The Pindaris were attacked and their homes were surrounded and destroyed. General Hislop attacked and drove the Pindaris beyond the Normoda river where Hastings was waiting with his army. Karim Khan surrendered to the British and was given lands in gorakhpur All the principal routes from central India were occupied by British units. The Pindari forces were completely broken and scattered, could not stand against the regular troops. The Pindari chiefs were reduced to the condition of hunted outlaws. The survivors rapidly dispersed over the country. The desperate Pindaris expected the Marathas to help them, but no one dared to give them even a place of shelter for their families.
1: Want to learn more about the untold story of Indian freedom struggle? Keep listening. We got a page from episode notes and resources. Visit us at http colon forward slash forward www.ksproductionsusa.com. Subscribe to the revolution untold story of Indian freedom struggle at Apple, Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio. Be sure to leave us a review, give us 5 stars and please talk about us to your friends and family. We want to hear directly from you too, so send us an email. Our email address is therevolution at ksproductionsusa.com The Revolution Untold Story of Indian Freedom Struggle is produced by KS Productions INC in collaboration with Pastel Entertainment. Our executive producers are Kaushik Mazumdar and Shushmita Mazumdar from KS Productions, INC and Shauli Mazumdar from Pastel Entertainment. Our researcher is Dipanjan Maity. Content developed by Dipanjan Maity and Kaushik Mazumdar. Original music composed and designed by Shotojit Shim. Also used compositions by Kazi Nasrul Islam.
0: We will come back in two weeks with another episode. Next, we will tell you the story of 3rd Anglo-Maratha War and its outcome till then stay safe stay healthy